0: This is Mid-Missouri's Total Sports Station, KTGR, and it's time to get big. That was a big-time answer right there. You've got the big show with Andy and Brent serving up sports talk from the zoo to the pros and everything in between. Join us now on the KTGR Hotline and sound off on today's biggest stories in sports. The big show starts now.
1: You bet it does. Welcome in to this Thursday edition of the Big Show on ESPN 100.5 and 105.1. KTGR, your total sports station in mid Missouri. Thanks for tuning in online at KTGR.com and on the KTGR app. It's Andy, Brendan, and producer Chris. Thanks for coming in today. 875-KTGR. If you want to join us here on the show, it's still all the Mizzou things still. Happening more good news today with Mizzou football, and probably if you're thinking about 2024 and what this team could do in 2024, this is probably some of the best news that you can get for the outlook of that season. Probably the most consequential.
2: Now that I think about
1: well, it, well, I think so. We'll we'll discuss it with Gabe Biarment of PowerMizzou.com at four twenty-five. There's uh, more recruiting news, of course. We'll get to that, uh, but it's over-under day here on the show like we do, Brendan. It's uh, it's for Chiefs and whatever Mizzou-related things might be happening. Mizzou, Illinois is on uh,
2: Friday night. Oh, we have over-unders for that, too, huh? Uh,
1: yeah, so over-unders for, okay. uh, for, for that. Well, I hope you
2: do, at least. I I don't yet. I, <laughs> Come on. Bragging rights has been such an easy thing in recent years because um, Mizzou seems to win the game and, and like when it easily like they did last year when you don't even expect them to win it the way that they maybe did. And so I don't know, I'm not as confident this time, so we'll see. I'll, I'll, I'll be, I'll get buttered up by the time it's uh time to dive into over unders, but, uh, you know, I am looking forward to the game. I'll, I'll get set for it. I'm just a little bit braced after what happened, uh, Against Seton Hall, but that being said, Seton Hall just clocked UConn last night. Not sure if you boys oh, saw yeah, that. Yeah. I did. But maybe that makes us feel better about the the, the Seton Hall result. I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, we'll we'll do some over unders. I'm game. I'm down.
1: It's down uh, five hundred five. We'll do that. I know Brendan is down for play fade eliminates, no matter what.
2: Speaking of being nervous for something, I mean, wow. fantasy playoffs are really yeah. getting hot and heavy right now. But yeah, I bet they are. These are things we need to think about. I will share for you guys the uh, when we do play fade eliminate. I'll do one for y'all and you tell me who to sit because it's like a bunch of superstar players and then one guy who's not considered a superstar but has been in fuego recently and I've got to make a decision in a dynasty league. So I will I will turn the table for a moment and, and ask you guys for a little bit of help Ooh. when we do that later on.
1: Okay, 525, uh, play fate Eliminate. You can get your questions in at 875-KTGR whenever you want. And we'll answer them uh, at 525. You can tweet us too at KTGR Big Show and find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash KTGR Big Show.
0: Now, the Big Show's big deal.
1: The big news, I think, for Mizzou football today is that both of their coordinators from last season are sticking around. Kirby Moore and Blake Baker extended as offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator. Uh, for uh, next season and probably a few seasons after that. We don't know the terms of the extensions for either Kirby Moore or Blake Baker. We just know that they've been signed. Eli Drinkwitz confirmed that earlier this afternoon. As Moore came in to be the O coordinator and quarterbacks coach this past off season, and the Tigers built an offense that was 25th nationally in total offense and scoring offense as well. And then Blake Baker, this is already his second contract extension. He got one last year, too. That was a three-year deal. We'll see what this one looks like for one Blake Baker on the defensive side. But that was good news for uh, Mizzou football today. And that is the Big Show's big deal on this 21st day of December, 2023, 875-KTGR. If you want to call or text us here on the show. Uh, We'll get to uh, uh, much more about what those two extensions mean for Mizzou football next year and for years to come, possibly, with Gabe B. Armand at PowerMizzou.com. Do we have the numbers on those yet? At 425. We don't. Um, So we'll we'll find out, I assume, at some point. But uh, we'll talk with Gabe B. Armand at 425 about all of that. But first, let's go to Chiefs Raiders and over-unders Raiders for the Christmas Day Clash. Between these two divisional rivals, over-unders, 875-KTGR, you can text in uh, yours uh, what you uh, want us to weigh in on as far as over-unders for that game. I mean, we might as well start with what Patrick Mahomes could do. Two and a half on the touchdowns, one and a half. Is that fair?
2: Can't you run it on the Raiders, though? Can you run it in on him? That's probably the way it could go if you get Pacheco back
1: pacheco they expect him back i don't know uh let's see what the practice report looks like for the chiefs but uh he should be back that's what they've at least been saying Um, he'll be back so i mean we'll we'll see what they can do with uh with isaiah pacheco in this game he fully practiced today so that is good news
2: Yeah, he's back for sure. Uh, All right.
1: Uh, And and then guys like, ooh, Kadarius Tony did not practice. Nick Bolton did not practice. Chris Jones did not practice with an illness. Uh, I think this
2: is, here's what you should recognize, though. This is basically like Wednesday practice because they play on Monday. So anybody that would miss on a Wednesday, you wouldn't necessarily always sound the alarm bell. You'd say, let's check the Thursday report. But this week they play on Monday. So I think everything gets bumped back by a day. So let's check the Friday report to Friday really feel report, like we
1: maybe get a little more info. Yeah,
2: you get a little bit more out of it, but yeah, you know, it'll be, it'll be good. At Mahomes, it's one and a half on the, the unnamed com, but it is with a heavy, heavy minus next to it. So, you know, it, the, the expectation would certainly be over one and a half, but do you, do you go as far as to say over two and a half? Eh, i say maybe. Yeah. It depends on if they're running him in or throwing him in. I think the chiefs score plenty in this game. They're 10 point favorites. Um, but is weather going to maybe be a concern that could also hurt you on the passing front, Andy? Do we know anything? It's yet? a little,
1: uh, a little dicey.
2: I know Christmas? about
1: mid Missouri. We're supposed to get some rain on Christmas Day, and it's not, not so. supposed it's to be. Coming. It's not supposed to be cold enough for snow.
2: Exactly. So you could be talking about rain in Kansas City too. Yeah. I have to imagine, depending on the timing of that precip. I'm not a weather guy, but I think they say precip. Precip is what
1: they say in the biz. Um, yeah. Early at. The, rain's supposed to come in the morning games at noon might linger into the afternoon that's what the rain chances say so it could be a little rainy the uh, andy Field Humphrey. Take, com weather
2: report Field could take
1: some uh some early water and okay. they might have to make sure they drain it well but um okay. yeah the, that's your concern there
2: unless it's ugly weather i'm going to take the over two and a half i'm going to okay. be bold and say that at probably plus money um if you were gonna wager that, I'm gonna take the over. I think it's a great day for the Chiefs. I think it's a they play they're gonna play well on Christmas. Like it's just gonna be Man. I'm telling you what. <laughs> Travis Kelsey is gonna have that Alvin Kamara I'll Christmas type of what. game. That's what I'm here to tell you. Remember when Kamara had like six touchdowns and oh, he I likes to it. wear the red and green yeah. shoes and the whole bit yeah. on Christmas? It's gonna be like that for Kelsey. Not six touchdowns, but three. You know, probably three. So I have to Damn. take the over. Unless he's running one of them in, if I'm saying three for Kelsey.
1: I'll say it's under uh, two and a half. He'll get two. Oh. He'll get two. Okay. Um, but, I mean, uh, it's, again, the weather might factor in. But I also, it are, you, are we saying total touchdowns here passing in running for Patrick Mahomes?
2: I mean, if you want, I'm not going to go on a limb and predict that he runs right, one in. If I can run one in with him, really? then I think... Uh, That's enough to change your line. mind. Yeah, it is. Why do you think he runs one in? Uh, just...
1: Raiders can cover on the back end fairly well, and that makes Mahomes uh, have to scramble out a little bit more. We haven't seen huh. as much of it the last few games, but against this Raiders team, I don't I don't know if they have the personnel to to stay with Mahomes' running ability, his scrambling factor... And down in the red zone might be where it is most lethal. So I'm going to go with a rushing touchdown for Patrick Mahomes in this game.
2: Interesting. Yeah. A rushing touchdown. He does not have one this year. So that is a bold thing to change your He's due then. Come on. Really? He doesn't have one yet? I'm looking. I don't know. He doesn't have a rushing touchdown this season. I'm kind of surprised to learn that as well. What he should have had I, he
1: should have had one during the end of that Jets game when he knelt at the one-yard line uh-huh. so that he could knee out the rest of the clock. That's, <laughs> well, so it that's what it should have happened.
3: I was, I was like, wait a minute. People people it. So it's not he like he doesn't
1: energy. have that ability this year. Like, I mean, think he can do it. Come on.
2: So he just needs to do it in this game before the fourth quarter in case he exactly. you know, needs to kneel it down. Then then that would take away your yep. your prediction. For a while there, it was very interesting that every time it was an outdoor game, Mahomes was running – and you could count on his over for his rushing total. He had played a couple of few games in a dome where he didn't, and every other game pretty much was cleared to go, except for there might have been one. But recently he's played, what, that game against Buffalo was a home game, and then they went to New England. It hasn't done much running at all the last two weeks. They combined four carries for three total yards because he went for negative five against the Patriots. His rushing long in that game was negative one was it just a bunch of kneel downs is that all he did I, I don't even i don't even remember what happened there but typically he is running more but if it's a wet a wet surface maybe he's not going to be as inclined to do so i that's going to be my next over under let me see if there's a rushing prop on mahomes it's sitting at 18 and a half yards you taking the over or the under from unnamed unnamedsportsbook.com
1: man if the kneel downs take that or have some oh, sort of i don't on think it'll it. be I, mean, I hate that I don't but think i'll say will. over yeah, I'll I say think he's gonna either
2: him. he's gonna either run in this game and he'll clear it, or he won't run in this game, which has been the case the last two weeks and he won't clear it. Um I'm gonna say I'm gonna say under. I don't know why it's been that way the last couple of weeks. Maybe this is a, a stretch of the season where and I know they lost the Buffalo game, so that's not applicable, but certainly against the Patriots, it's like these last four quarterbacks that you're gonna see, no good. Teams you should beat fairly easily. Don't risk the franchise by running in games that you don't that don't really matter because you should win them anyway. But, and if you have to run, then you can do it. But maybe I wonder if that's going to be the mindset before the playoffs.
1: I'll, I'll push back on the fact that this game doesn't matter. I mean, it does. It doesn't you're matter in to... that
2: there's you're not going to lose the game. All these games are oh, easy. You're, you're going to be fine. And I'm not even going to push back that much on that it doesn't matter. Like, if you lost it, it obviously matters. But I don't think the Chiefs are going to change much about their situation the next three weeks. Like they're probably going to win, but even if they lose one, it's not going to you know. But this stretch that they
1: have is very important to make sure that they're uh, ready for playoff time. That they've got their best version of themselves going. Bah, it's just, it, Who cares? Well, I mean, part of that is Mahomes scrambling. I think his ability to do that is.
2: But do you uh, have to practice that? I don't think you have to practice that in dangerous wet conditions. You have to be ready for it at least. You got to be ready we to know pull he's, it out of the bag. Like, come on, we know like, he it's, can. Okay, I think but, you save it. But, but I, you save it I don't for know a know month. if you
1: say, You're going to have every tool out at your disposal Patrick for a divisional Mahomes game when run. you can clinch gonna, the You can lock up the on. division with a win. The like,
2: Raiders it's, at home. They're going to do that anyway. The Raiders
1: at home. That's a big game. Come on. It no doesn't matter how Mahomes good
2: is, the two teams are. It's going to be so wet on the field, and Mahomes is going to have like a 60 yard rushing touchdown and that's going to make me look old stupid Alexander. for saying he's not going to run right. but he's going to you're going to you be like you can run on the Raiders. you said it to start you can run on the Raiders. the entire way mahomes is going to have a let me look up this i wonder if you could bet his over on his longest rush attempt of the game i don't wow. see that up right now but maybe it'll get there before sunday because i'm going to take the over on that because now it's going to be a case where i've said he's not going to run and we're going to see a play where he has just it's a breakdown defensively. He's able to go as long as he wants, and everybody's going to be screaming, get down, so that he doesn't like hurt himself as he's running like a wounded giraffe. That's what it's going to look like, and everybody's going to say, get down, don't do it, don't, you know. Everybody's going to, have to hold their breath for a moment. That's my prediction. That's my bold prediction now for Mahomes' rushing total. He'll have one good run, make me look like a dummy for saying, take the under on his rushing total, but I don't think he needs to run. Games, you just, you just well, protect but the franchise for No,
1: I understand that. It just it does seem, though, and this is maybe more anecdotal than anything else, but it seems that Mahomes has been a little more likely to get rolled up on or injure a foot or something like that while in the pocket. I think in open space hmm. he's been very good at yeah, avoiding those, falling well, things like yeah. that. So I, I think... it's slippy though could be slippy it could be yeah that is true it could be just don't get hurt in any
2: of these games these games do not i know andy said they they matter and he's going to push back they don't really matter so don't get hurt
1: you want that one seed yeah they all matter no you can't that's (laughs) the
2: thing you can't have the one seed it's you you had your shot no
1: it's not over stop that.
2: it's It's over. over It's not over. Play the play the little thing. It's over. I'll just say it. It's over. That's what that guy says when you when you uh, hit no, the button. Dan Schulman. is. That's it, who it is. Yeah. It's yeah. Awesome. yeah. It's That's awesome. the one seed chances for the Chiefs That's right there. That's not true. Thank you, like, Dan. Come on. You booked the Ravens on Monday? Um, they no, have the access to lose. the one seed. Tell yeah. me what that breakdown is, though. What's the what's the tie break between the Ravens and the Chiefs? I believe know?
1: that would be the conference record, and if the Ravens are losing their next few and the Chiefs are winning their next few, I believe the Chiefs would have the edge.
2: Well, but the Ravens don't play a conference game this week, so let's say they lose to the 49ers. That doesn't impact their conference record. Um, and then Chiefs would have to win out and Ravens would lose either to the Steelers or the Dolphins. Even, I just if don't see that the as Chiefs win
1: out, they yeah. will have two conference losses. Baltimore will have three. I think. Hmm.
2: Baltimore will have three if they lose out? Or no, they already they
1: have here. them right now. They have three oh, conference losses, losses conference? right now. So if the That's Chiefs convenient. win out, then yeah, they would—they would be ahead in conference record no matter what against Baltimore. So I'm
2: going to say it's impossible. It's, the, it's the not Ravens impossible. That's the uh, Ravens, categorically
1: false. But I mean, no,
2: it is, the Ravens is will very not possible. lose to the Dolphins at home, and they will certainly not lose to the Steelers at home. So that'll be that'll be closing the door. On the old, I mean,
0: no,
1: I'm not seed. saying it's likely, but you keep your options open as much as remember possible. We,
2: <laughs> and look, here's the remember thing: remember when we did this last year? We did this exact thing we last year. but I might have been on the other side of last it. last year,
1: and you were saying that uh, the Chiefs couldn't get the one seed, right? Is that right? No,
2: I think last year I said there's no way they can lose it or something. I don't remember. Well, it was something. It, it might means. have been something completely different.
1: Uh, look, uh, by the way, that uh, if that does happen, if the Ravens end up winning. I guess it would only be one more of their games. Well, no, they would have to beat the Niners this weekend. And then to they what? Well, to to lock up the one seed, they need to win their next two. Like that would end right. up or at least to keep it away from Kansas City. To, and, to keep it away from the yeah, Chiefs. Yeah. yeah, and they would be beating Miami also. So that would be locking up the one seed for them if they win their next two. And then the and then week 18 won't matter. Like then you can then it you would be right. Week 18 at the Chargers would be absolutely meaningless, and you don't play Mahomes Actually, in that game, and you just play Blake the whole
2: time. What do it you mean? might not be meaningless? Why what not? if a win? What if a win means you don't have to face the Bills and you get to have like oh the crummy, gosh, you know, the Colts or something? It matters. I'm I'm telling you, you cannot. And it may be a conversation we have. We'll see. You cannot sit Mahomes if you have an opportunity to avoid the Bills by winning. That's my take because I think they are head and shoulders above any of the other wild card teams that we'll be talking about.
1: I suppose
2: um, that'll be interesting though, because you don't normally see but what does that mean? That but way. then
1: what, like uh, what if you're the two seed, the bills are yeah. potentially the seven seed. Do you then like, uh, let's say you hop Miami by the time week 18 comes around and then week 18 is yeah. about to start. Do you then tank your team so that you, might. you have a chance to fall? So then you wouldn't play Mahomes. You play Blaine yeah, Gabbert in that sense.
2: But I, don't, I wonder if it's even possible to know, because right now it's so negligible, like the difference between eighth and fourth, fifth in the AFC is like all the same record. Yeah. So will there be enough separation to even be able to game that system? Probably not. But if I if it, if it there were a clear-cut way going into Week 18 to game the system, to guarantee I don't have to play Buffalo, I'm doing that thing. If that means don't play Mahomes and hope to lose, I'm doing that too. I just think that, all that right. well. that's as... The quarterback thing, I mean, you can look at all those teams and the quarterbacks they'll have. Maybe Stroud being the exception, if he gets back to health and can play. Um, I think Josh Allen will be head and shoulders, and I think the, the Bills defense will be head and shoulders above a lot of those well, teams. Well,
1: again, Miami has a really tough last three games left, Cowboys, Ravens, and Bills. So
2: maybe the Bills win the division is your thought.
1: Well, no, what I'm saying is it, if the Chiefs win their next two, it's very likely that they are the two seed with a game up on – uh, the dolphin. It's very clear. It's very likely that they have the two seed locked up. No matter what, by the time week eighteen comes around, that because the be dolphins possibly. could lose twice, and then they'd be a game back. You already have the tiebreak on the dolphins, so yeah. it wouldn't matter what they do. So in that case, like if you're locked into the two like that, then it makes it meaningless. There's nothing you could do.
2: That would be true. And then my new thought is, if the dolphins lose twice and one of those games are to the Bills, the Bills, I think, can still beat them for the well, division.
1: The, well, they play head-to-head Week 18, so That's, that would yeah, maybe so we'll know going into that is.
2: game, too. Right. right. Okay, fun. So, yeah.
1: Fun I almost hope the Dolphins
2: win the division because I think it would be, it would make them more compelling to watch in the playoffs in the first round because they'd get to host. And I think the Bills, wherever they go, are going to be compelling and a, a really tough test for somebody. So I almost hope that that it doesn't flip just from that standpoint. Well, I,
1: I I mean it's uh, I I would like to see the Dolphins at least advance once, because I mean and look a home game for them is going to be their best chance. If they have to go on the road, if they somehow slip out of the divisional race, then I think they're losing their first round game no matter they're who they're t- if
2: they lose that badly. The rest of the year to yeah. get to make that a thing, yeah, they would be toast. Yeah, on the road.
1: So I mean, uh, but I mean it, it's been a fun team this year. I'd like to see Tyreek Hill get healthy again and. Try to make an impact in the playoffs as much as possible.
2: Wish he would have made an impact in the fantasy playoffs last week. That would have been helpful. um, I had a team with Tyreek Hill, Keenan Allen, both of them out last week. Carried my team as like my first two picks in a 16-person league, so depth is not a thing. And then I faced the Raider defense, which put up 29. I got knocked out as the one seed. I needed a little more from Tyler Lockett on Monday. I thought Damn. for a moment that that touchdown by Drew Locke was to Lockett because Lockett, the previous plays, that's all I'm watching when I'm watching these games like fantasy. It's Monday night. You you know what's on the line for yourself, and you go, okay, where's my little dude? Where's Tyler Lockett? Oh, he's up at the top. He's up at the top. They changed the camera angle. They changed the huddle. Oh, who's that at the top? I don't know. I had stupid closed captioning on my television, Why? so I couldn't 100% see From, like, watching a show or something or a movie. Like, I'll have it on for that. But then I always got to turn it off for sports. Hadn't done so. And so I'm looking at, like, maybe that's still Tyler Lockett. And then it's, like, an incredible touchdown catch. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, did I just win? Oh, it's Jackson, Smith, and Jake. But dang it. So I was excited about Drew Lock. I was in the moment for, like, a a Milla moment was, like, this just changed my life. And then it actually didn't that much. So, man. Sorry, bud. I thought I had done the unthinkable, but just Raider defense went off. I lost my two best players, and yet found a way. No, it was the other. I was lucky no, that caught sorry, that touchdown. Bud.
1: Yeah, I just uh, I was the happy horror. for Drew Lock, regardless. I was happy but, for you him. Know.
2: I'd have been even happier if you would have found Tyler <laughs> Man. Lockett. Uh, I would have got a Drew Lock tattoo if he'd have done that.
1: Well, play fate eliminates coming up at five twenty-five. So if you have fantasy football questions, you can text them in at eight seven five K T G R. But also text in your over unders for Chiefs Raiders as that gets uh, underway at noon on Christmas. We Monday. did
2: like one over under. How, I was gonna, how I many over unders did we actually do?
1: I, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> like a couple, maybe. One? Yeah, go ahead. Give me one more over under to bet.
2: have sex for uh, Aiden O'Connell. On Aiden Oh, he O'Connell. gets dropped. He gets dropped multiple times. How many times yeah. does he get sacked? Uh, yeah, it I'll take the over.
1: Be, you said two and a half. I am sacks. up and
2: over that. Okay, it's going to be a bloodbath. And yeah.
1: uh, and also, like I'm not too uh, like. Chris Jones showed up on the injury report. He's got an illness. That's a Wednesday I'm practice. Not worried thing. about it's, that. Yeah. Uh, Nick Bolton did not practice either. But,
2: maintenance. Uh, we'll, it's maintenance yeah. coming up because this is the Wednesday practice equivalent when you play on a Monday. So um yeah i think everybody's gonna eat they will make aiden o'connell bleed his own blood that will be what okay that will be what happens
1: all right uh 875 KTGR uh to call or text us uh your over-unders for chiefs raiders we get to some more of those so text those in but we got to talk some mizzou because man what a week it's been on the recruiting trail it really just all that's happened to get you more and more hyped for 2024 we'll Try to cover it all with Gabe Biarman at at powermazoo.com next
0: on The Big Show. You are listening to The Big Show Podcast on KTGR.com.
1: Mizzou recruiting, of course, and 875-KTGR if you want to call or text us to chime in on all of that with Andy Brennan and producer Chris here on the show. And we're going to get the thoughts now. Of Gabe Diarmid of PowerMazoo.com joins us here on the KTGR hotline. You can find him on Twitter at PowerMazooCom. And uh, now's a great time to go and uh, read all their stuff at PowerMazoo and get your subscription. Gabe, how are you?
3: Tired. What's
1: up, guys? <laughs> I can imagine uh, mar- both, marathon week, uh, but I, 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 I'm sure that uh, with all of the uh the news that's come, there's certainly a whole lot of hype now uh, with with how it's gone this week for Mizzou. But let's maybe start with the the most recent news we've gotten today that's been confirmed. Uh, Huge to get both Kirby Moore and Blake Baker signed on uh, to be the coordinators once again uh, for, uh, for next season and, and maybe beyond. We don't know the full terms yet of uh, their contract extensions, but how, how huge is that to see two guys who probably got some interest uh, from other schools to maybe get a promotion somewhere uh, that they're signing on with Mizzou again?
3: Yeah, you can take probably out of there. Both of them had, uh, had interest. I, I'm not sure offers, but interest. Certainly. Um, I, I think it's big, um, for continuity sake. I mean, this is, I, I've started looking at this in the last couple of weeks as 2024 is when you push your chips in here, Missouri, this is it. You're all in for this 12 team playoff. You got a returning quarterback who, you know, should be in the running for all sec. You got a wide receiver. You're going to push for the Heisman. You've got an offensive line that's bringing some guys back. You, you've got not everybody, but some returning pieces on defense, um, from a top 10 team so this is when you make your make your push for it and part of that is hey you don't really want brady cook learning a new system if he doesn't need to you, you don't really want guys having to learn new terminology on the defensive side of the ball um so you know with the caveat that we haven't seen the contracts we don't really know what they are and contracts are i don't want to say meaningless but not super meaningful in college football so I don't want to just assume. Hey, this automatically means everybody's back because you know, like I don't know what happens if you know Kobe or I'm sorry, Kirby Moore <laughs> at basketball in my mind. Kirby Moore <laughs> has an opportunity with his brother in the NFL or something in a month, right? Like you don't want to just say blanket. Hey, they're back. Although, I thought the biggest thing to come out today was Blake Baker retweeting the announcement with the, uh, <laughs> I believe it was Wolf of Wall Street yeah. uh, line, which I can't say on your radio show. No, no, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, so uh, that one's hard to walk back once you've done that.
1: For sure. Uh, that's an emphatic uh, way to go ahead and say that you're uh, that you're bought in. Uh, and, and certainly with how that's been coupled with, you know, uh, all the news this week uh, with with the recruiting class, with the transfer portal. Let's start maybe with uh, the class that was signed uh, yesterday. Of course, uh, every college coach nowadays loves to see you know the, the, everybody that verbally committed to not have any sort of drama get all their uh, signings in by, I suppose, 1030 yesterday. But what do you make of what Mizzou's got at their disposal right now with that high school class and, and whether those guys are, are maybe going to keep on contributing into 2024, you think?
3: Yeah, obviously with the caveat that, look, I don't know, five stars can miss and two stars can hit, right? I mean, it uh, it's kind of a dart throw, um and I've never heard a coach stand up and say, you know, we didn't do great at this position, and this guy, like, we liked another guy better, but we couldn't get it right. Like, <laughs> everything's great on right. signing day. But... You know will and Harry is like that is a building block piece for a college football team. Every program in the country would have taken that kid, and I think because of how high t is, maybe Jalen Brown and Elias Williams aren't getting enough attention at the defensive end position that's a That's a really good positional class for Missouri. Those three guys um you know if, if Kawan Lacy i mean. I'm not a big highlight tape guy, but if you watch that kid's tape as a running back, it's hard not to think he's going to be on the field and be a, a difference maker next season. Um, those are, are probably some of the standouts. I know Eli's really happy that all five of their offensive line signees or uh, – I, and I can't remember if there are five signees in a transfer or four in a transfer, but all of them are going to be on campus for spring football and get started early. Um, and and – you know, they they went out and what I the advantage now of the early signing day being what it is. By the way, I heard somewhere, I haven't verified it, 99 of the top 100 players in the country signed yesterday. So it's not the early signing period. It's just the signing period. Yeah. Um, but the advantage of having it when you do is now you can go, okay, what do we need? Where's the roster? You know, what do we have to get in the portal? Where are the three or four positions where we need a guy? And I thought it was interesting yesterday. There's a couple guys that can play a few different positions, and I asked Drinkwitz about him, and he said, you know, we're going to get through spring football and see see what the roster looks like and see who's left and and who's hit the portal and, and what we still have, and then we'll make the decision. Uh, do we want this guy at safety or wide receiver? Do we want this guy at tight end or linebacker? Because maybe we, we don't make the, the decision just based on where do we think he's better. Maybe it's what do we need.
2: And Gabe, obviously, the momentum for Mizzou right now is is a sight to behold. I'm interested, though, in taking you back to a, a conversation we had with you on the show before the season, where your thought process, which I think was sound, was, "Hey, Mizzou is not necessarily going to do things this year that change the opinion of kids committing in December." And your thought was, "You win eight games, like that's not going to really move the needle." But now, looking back on it, Mizzou exceeding our wildest expectations. What has that done now that we can look and say, all right, maybe none of us had 10 wins as the thought process as to how that could impact things. What's your kind of thought on that now seeing the way it's all played out and in a probably a way we didn't really imagine could happen.
3: Yeah. So if you go by recruiting rankings, Eli Drinkwitz has recruited like nobody's ever recruited, right? He's got three top 25 classes in the history of recruiting rankings before him. There were two. Um, So, That's your starting point. And what he's been recruiting with is frankly hope and promises and potential. Um, because even a lot of this class was really almost all of this class was committed before he had gone 10 and 2, right? He was a, he was a 500 coach when he got commitments from these guys and and Williams Winari specifically. Now, what can he do when he's got something to sell? And that's going to be the interesting part. And the one, The one thing that a lot of people said about Gary Pinkle that was less than unbelievable, because he he was a great coach here and, and did many great things, and I'm not trying to knock him down a peg, but the one thing that some people were disappointed in is those two little runs he had, not little runs, but the two biggest parts of the runs, 07 and 08 and then 13, 14, they didn't result in a spike in recruiting. They didn't result in Missouri getting guys that they'd never gotten before, right? So the the interesting thing now is, okay, Drinkwitz has gotten, you know, an average of probably about six four-star kids a year by going 500. What if he could get 10? You know, I I mean, what if he could jump up from the ninth or tenth-ranked recruiting class in the SEC to the third or fourth-ranked recruiting class because he's now selling a 10 and potentially 11 win team?
1: It's it's very interesting. We'll see what what this could do for uh, for the near future here in recruiting for Mizzou football. Gabe Yarman of PowerMizzou.com dot com with us here on the Big Show KTGR. And, and I mean, when you couple that uh, already, I mean, uh, it seems that transfers certainly are, are paying attention to what Mizzou did this past season. And uh, Tigers already have uh, what looks like six verbal commitments, uh, including two today from a couple of uh, uh, flag brothers on uh, on the defensive side of the football. But I mean, with with Caden and Green and uh, and Toriano Pride and the other guys that have already signed on it seemed that Eli Drinkwitz uh, went after the the big needs very early and, and ended up hitting on some guys
3: no question It needed a corner uh because we we aren't sure either one of the starters are going to be back left tackle I thought was maybe the biggest hole on the team to replace with Javon Foster you know you need a running back you got Marcus Carroll and you know, a couple of those guys are obviously local guys that Missouri really went after hard out of high school and missed them. And, and I don't want to discount how important 10 and 2 is in what Missouri's doing, right? I talked to Williams Winnery about that yesterday and, and actually Caden Green too about, Hey, the, the program that, that recruited you is that was a different program than what you're walking into. You know, like they're in a different place now than they were four months ago. But I also don't want to ignore the obvious part. And that is the NIL. And, and I have yeah. tried – I've told our message board for a year to a year and a half, look, guys, you think this is going to kill Missouri, and I'm just telling you, based on what I've heard, they're ready to play this game, and, and, and I think they'll do it fairly well. And it's showing up now. I, I mean, you can't – it's okay for us to say out loud because it's not breaking rules. It's not any of that. That's a part of this, especially in the transfer portal – they can't be ignored. And, um, you know, I, I think there have always been people with the ability to do this for Missouri sports. Um, it wasn't always legal, but that didn't stop a lot of places, right? Yeah. But the difference is, and this is a credit to Desiree Reed-Francois and to Eli Drinkwitz and, and to Dennis Gates, too. They have galvanized galvanized this fan base in a way that hasn't been done before. They are charismatic. They're out there. They're going on these tours. They're meeting the fans. And they have convinced Missouri fans to do something that really I don't think anybody's ever convinced them to do before. And to be honest, I wasn't sure it was possible to convince them.
1: It's been uh, something to watch for sure. Uh, Gabe DeArmond of com with us on the big show, KTGR. All right, Gabe, let's let's flip over to hoops. Uh, needing to certainly bounce back and, and – uh, certainly it won't be easy as they take on illinois and Bragg and reds tomorrow i just uh, i think now with uh, with the last chance to get a quality non-conference win before you know the the sec schedule starts i just wonder where you think this team's at with trying to give themselves a chance to to maybe shock uh, illinois tomorrow in st louis
3: yeah it's a, it, interesting i did a radio show in champagne right before i came on with you guys and they started with the basketball and and we've talked football for 10 minutes first, and I think that's indicative. I told the guys in Illinois, I said, I'll be honest, there's not much buzz for this game. It's football season here right now. Um, yeah. And that's different than it's been leading into this game for a while, right? Um, it, it, this is a game I've seen turn seasons around. It can be done. I, I, I What I've said a lot this week is the worst team seems to win this game more often than not. So there's certainly hope you don't go into this one thinking there's no way Missouri can win it. Um but I go into it thinking Missouri has to win it. Um, because uh, starting this three game stretch, Kansas, Seton Hall, Illinois, you said two and one's the goal. You can survive one and two. If You get one of them. You can, you can live with it. You go all and three, you're in trouble. And look, if this team sitting eight and five entering the SEC and your best win is at it. I'm not saying there's no way they can make the NCAA tournament, but it's not a conversation I'm willing to have until they show something different. Um, If if they want to have that conversation, I think tomorrow night is a game they have to win.
1: Probably. uh, Definitely an important one coming up for Mizzou against uh, Illinois tomorrow as they try to shake off uh, back-to-back losses. Gabe, uh, all kinds of stuff uh, new at uh, Power Mizzou, I'm sure.
3: Yeah, I mean, honestly, look, we had – Six stories posted by 9 a.m. this morning um they've gotten I, I six or seven commitments in the last four days i've lost track um we're tracking another one here in sometime in the next few days uh transfer portal is big obviously oh by the way they play a football game in eight days that <laughs> kind of you know we've forgotten about between two top nine teams in the country so uh yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, we'll uh, we'll get through it, and uh, eventually it'll slow down, but it's not going to be four minutes.
2: And, and Gabe, I think one of my favorite things that has happened on your site the past couple of weeks was Ennis Rakestraw jumping into the comments saying he had something to do with what yeah. was about to happen on your live stream. I
3: love that. <laughs> that was pretty good. There was also... There was someone named Sam Horn on the live stream making comments. I do not know if it was that. I I saw that, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Hey, I appreciate it. Um, You know, we've got a live show tonight. If there are any Missouri football players who want to jump in and participate, go ahead. I don't know how Eli will feel about it or the sports (laughs) information director will feel about it, but I can't stop you from doing it.
1: That's the open invitation right there uh, for any of those Mizzou football players uh, listening here. Sorry like, to the yeah. s <laughs> Gabe Gabe, you your dot at with us here on the Big Show KTGR. Thanks, Gabe, for taking the time out of this busy week uh, to spend some time with us. Hope all is well. Uh, Merry Christmas to you, and we'll talk soon.
3: Yeah, I appreciate it, guys. Thanks, and we'll talk to you later on.
1: You bet. It is 442 here on the Big Show KTGR.
2: Like, when we didn't know for sure with Courtney Cr- Crutchfield necessarily what the announcement would be. It kind of seemed favorable for Missouri going into that. But, yeah, they had a Power Mizzou live stream where Rakestraw just jumped into the comments. And he said, he said, I had a lot to do with what you're about to see, oh boy. <laughs> which kind of told me, I'm like, all right. I'm I'm gonna watch this whole thing because I know we're get we're getting good Mizzou news coming yeah.
1: and and it was I suppose all worth it the the hour that it took to finally get uh, the the well, final you know, answer from Courtney Crutchfield it
2: did take a while but you had Austin Dendy as well yeah you kid did that committed and, to Mizzou and, that he was just doing a ceremonial signing right um he'd already committed verbally and so that there was no um there was nothing crazy like to expect about that but I will say this like both kids from from Pine Bluff Arkansas. And the reason it took longer is because they had different people, coaches and mentors and stuff get I'll to say, say, say their piece on. Yeah, And that's special for those kids. Like yeah. that was, yes, it delayed because there was something at the end where we're like, where's he going to go? Who's he going to pick? So like that, but, but like to get to kind of hang out and hear all of the, like the people that have poured into these guys and, and say, hey, go on and do great things. Like that was cool. And then you get the billboard aspect where it's like Mizzou football is like, this is going to be your home and you can, you can tie through to your community of like what it means to send these guys out into the, into the next level that they have certainly earned with their ability to play this game. Like that's part of what I think makes what Mizzou's doing special is like it it does have that family oriented vibe. That is that transcends through even like you see their communities are stoked about, Hey, these guys are going to Missouri. That means something to us.
1: Absolutely. And you see firsthand when you get the little inside look on those ceremonies, good stuff. Uh, All right. 875-KTGR, call or text us. I, I, I was kind of shell-shocked by this. I believe it's real, but if it is, OU fans, this is a whole new low for you. That's next after this live local sports center.
0: You are listening to the Big Show Podcast on KTGR.com.
1: I think he did this last year, too. I'm pretty sure this happened last year.
2: He did, and does this mean he's not going to be here tomorrow? That's producer Chris's No, game. he's
1: going to no, be here tomorrow, right? Producer you're Chris, just, you're here tomorrow?
2: Mm, I don't see why not. If he feels <laughs> okay, like it, he'll be that's here. That's
1: reassuring. I don't think he did it for <laughs> multiple
2: days last year. Or he no, did he, it for like he, the final for show. Like for the Christmas. whole
1: show, he, uh, yeah. he had are that we getting song two days as a days
2: of Wham! is my question. Is it happening for now two days? No. I'm starting my vacation. You kidding me?
1: He's well, again, I, 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 I asked, who are you going to be here tomorrow? And you're like, probably, if I but... need to. <laughs> and then you're saying, oh, I'm starting my big mic- Wait, I what? thought about it. I
3: was like,
2: wait a minute. I don't actually want.
1: <laughs> All these mixed signals from producer Chris. I don't get it. 875- it's very interesting. 875-KTGR. Yeah. Oh, the caller text us. Uh, talk, we talked to Gabe DeArma to PowerMazoo.com last segment. Great conversation, as always. And you'll see that soon at KTGR.com and on our podcast page on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and on the KTGR app, handy-dandy new KTGR app. You can get all of our podcasts at. If you don't have it, download it now. Uh, We'll talk some Mizzou, Illinois at 5.05, and then play Fade Eliminate. Some of you have already texted in your questions for fantasy football this weekend. Brennan will get to them at 5.25.
0: It's time to go under the bus on the big show. It
1: sure does seem like a new low for Oklahoma fans. So, obviously, Caden Green committing to Mizzou out of the transfer portal, played last season at Oklahoma as their left tackle for seven games as a true freshman. Transfers over to Mizzou, and uh, the KC native, his dad is getting some some pushback all of a sudden in the form of one-star reviews on his Google page for, like, he's a... He's an insurance agent in the Kansas City area, and all these OU fans are putting one star reviews on his page.
2: What level of tweeting accrues is this? Like yeah. That's that's another level for sure, and it tells me everything I need to know about that segment of OU fans. Yeah. I, I recognize that every fan base is bad apples, but that's a that is a new low, Andy. That's just come on. Like it's it's despicable. And I think at this point on Google, it's like fixed. I don't right, think. Yeah, gonna, that's what made Google me
1: can think whether or not is this real no, or not they because were, they weren't there, there. were
2: screenshots. Right, I mean, there yeah. was enough to know. And then I think Mizzou fans were then probably bombarding with positive ones because they they wanted to counteract the, the garbage OU fans were doing. And now it's back to anybody that's dealt with Reginald Green. They you, you could comment and say your experience with his insurance company, but everybody else just kind of stay off of it. But it's just it's just sad that they would yeah. that they would do that in the first place. Like. Like you said, Chris, what level of tweeting at Croods is this? It's a level that you don't want to reach.
1: Going through it big time.
2: Under the bus. Over
1: at OU and not in the great way. Uh, Under the bus to the Chiefs' Twitter. Look, I know they had to put something up about this, and it's just a social media guy doing his job. But did we really need a tweet from the Chiefs saying, Hey, retweet this to send this wide receiver group to the Pro Bowl.
2: <laughs> did they really do They that? really
1: did. Like, I'm sure it's still up, too. Like it,
2: Specific to the receivers. Well, yeah,
1: yeah like because well, they've been doing Kelsey's it by position group. Well, yeah. it's, they said wide receivers and tight ends, but they've been doing it by position group, essentially. And you've got Canarius Toney and MVS and Justin Watts in there. Look, like, I get it. you got to back your funny. guys no matter what. What? Did we need to go this far with it?
3: Come on. I'm under the
2: bus. <laughs> and Kadarius Tony, I guess, doesn't have a Twitter because he wasn't tagged in the tweet. Oh, but, yeah. um But maybe it's because they really know he's not deserving. Maybe that's why they didn't tag him. <laughs>
1: Probably so. And then also under the bus to this Pirates tweet, <laughs> which...
2: I'm not oh, touching this man, one on the I radio. Mean, I'm, not, uh, yeah. I'm not touching this one on the radio.
1: Yeah. If you need to...
2: Go I just find it for yourself. My only thought: just go to at Pirates. They had a nice comment. You know, the chairman, chairman Bob, was talking about Andrew McCutchen. You can
1: say his last name. Come on, I don't, don't be to. scared. I don't have any desire to come do on? It. You can say it out of context. So, what's his name? The guy who's the chairman of the Pirates? His name is Bob Nutting.
2: Name? Got it. Okay.
1: That's all you need? (laughs) Know that information? Then go find the Pirates' Twitter
2: and see the phrasing moment
1: that uh, just happened on their Twitter account.
2: If you were the Pirates, I would suggest saying that the man spoke about (laughs) Andrew McCutcheon or had something to say about him. that phrase was very it. nice. Yeah, phrase it's it. all I'll put. Under the bus.
1: Uh, another one of those unfortunate moments where uh, just a quick little double check of what you're putting out I'm... there <laughs> would have done some wonders. Mm.
0: It's time for the sweetest thing in sports on The Big Show.
1: Sweetest thing is with our friends at the Candy Factory. Celebrate your co-workers this holiday season by gifting them some tasty chocolates and treats from the Candy Factory in downtown Columbia. Online at thecandyfactoryonline.com. Well, sweet that both the offensive and defensive coordinators for Mizzou football are locked in and loaded for 2024 and possibly beyond. Kirby Moore, Blake Baker, Signing on once again. They have contract extensions. Again, I, I still haven't seen details on it. but well, I'm sure we'll find out at some point. All you got to know is that they're back next year, and that is excellent news for
2: Mizzou. It's very excellent news, and I was steadfast in talking about the idea that neither coach would leave for a a, a same role, like a coordinator role at another program. Mizzou is Mizzou's bigger than that. Mizzou's got it going on. These guys are going to someday become head coaches, and that is what their career paths deserve. But, Andy, they're not going to become head coaches before the CFP run of 2024 Ooh. at Missouri. That is, what this, that is what this news Ooh. means. The continuity is there. Everything is pointing to playoff or bust, and it's going to be a fun 12 months as we gear up to see if that can come to fruition. Man,
1: cannot wait for 2024. We don't gotta wait that long. It's only gonna be, you know, in a couple weeks. And then he can be hyped all all year long. Let's talk some Mizzou, Illinois. Over unders for the Bragg and Rights game tomorrow night. Give them give us yours at eight seven five KTGR and text in your fantasy football questions. Brendan will answer them during play fade eliminates at five twenty five.